Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome today's guest, strong and powerful Danielle Roberts. Danielle, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Excellent. Let's do this. Danielle is the president at Boomer Benefits. She is an insurance expert, Medicare supplement accredited advisor, and the author of 10 Costly Medicare Mistakes You Can't Afford to Make. Excited to have you back on the show. Danielle, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. So I am an insurance agent who started a business back in 2005, working with group and health insurance products, and eventually migrated into the Medicare market. And so now today, we help uh, baby boomers all across America navigate their entry into Medicare as they turn 65 and try to transition from a world where someone else picked your insurance for you for 40 50 years, and now you have to go and figure out this national healthcare beast with all these moving parts and pieces. So we try to educate and make that part easier for people. And then the back end, we sell them supplemental insurance products and also give them support ongoing for anything that happens down the road. So if Medicare denies your claim or they won't fill one of your medications on your Part D card, you can just give us a call and we're here to help with that. Got it. Appreciate that. So has has the process gotten easier? Has it gotten harder? Are consumers more educated? You know, I think they are more educated and they're willing to learn online, but they're still very confused because Medicare is a national health insurance program and they've never been on anything like that before. And they don't know how to go about choosing and learning all the different pieces and parts. And I think also... Uh, when you're turning 65, you have all this mail coming in your mailbox and there's telemarketers calling you and your friends are all talking about it and nobody knows what to do. So <laughs> when you have all of that coming, you sort of freeze, right? You, you, it paralyzes you with inaction when you should be using that time to educate yourself and learn about your basic benefits provided by the government. So we tell people to start there, start with learning the parts of Medicare get all of that down first, and then worry about all the mailers that are in your mailbox and you can sort through them or you can work with the broker to find a, the plan that's going to be the right fit for you. It's all those parts and election periods and the fear of penalties that really causes even smart people to sort of stop and feel unsure what to do. Yeah, for sure, right? It's like, this is horribly complex. I know that I'm supposed to be a good consumer. I know I'm supposed to do my homework, and but... I also heard that that the penalties are like draconian and enormous, and and yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get sent to jail, and I don't want to make a bad decision. <laughs> um, there've been a lot of a lot of talk of um, of fiduciary uh, advisors in the investment world. Has mm-hmm. that has that made its way to the insurance world? Um, you know, I would say in a way, you know. You, 
there's a lot of compliance that Medicare requires. So agents like myself and my employees, we do have to go through a certificate. You go through licensing and that stuff up front. But then on the back end to work with Medicare products, you have to go through an annual certification. So every insurance product that you represent, each carrier is going to have uh, an online portal and you're going to log in there and you're going to have to sit through some training and there's always an exam at the end and you have to score a certain percentage. You've usually got three attempts to do that. And if you fail, then you can't represent that product. And so there is some regulations and compliance that come from Medicare to try to make sure that people really are representing products that they know well, that they do the best thing for the consumer. There's always education courses in there about fraud, waste, and abuse. There's courses about protecting people's private information. And so, you know, they do want you to do the right thing for the client. And um, I know that certainly being a financial planner or being a Medicare insurance agent, you can do things that make you a lot of money, but you need to do it in a way that's always best for your customer. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, I mean, it's got to be on people's minds, right? It's, it's yeah. on my mind and I'm, you know, I'm 42 and I'm always cognizant of not that somebody is these days a senior citizen when they're starting to qualify for Medicare because that, that sounds kind of silly, but yeah. I mean, to your point, your 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 mailbox gets gets just deluged. I'm sure that your phone starts ringing off the hook, and you know, if you're on social media, then there's just a, probably a million different ads that are following you everywhere you go. Um, and I would, if I were in, in if if I were in position to be making decisions like that, I would be like that would probably be the most hard and the most annoying thing. Which is why we're having this conversation, Danielle. To kind of, <laughs> and, and and I imagine that that's what motivated you to write the book. Yes. So we noticed that we've helped well over 50,000 people now at this point. Wow. And I was talking with my service team manager one day and we were discussing how it's the same mistakes that people make over and over and over again. And they're trying not to make them, but they wade in a little bit and they just go down one road based on something that's a price or they find their, uh, their doctors in certain network and or their friend Sally in Sunday school has this great plan and they make rash decisions that don't serve them. And so we started thinking about, you know, how is the way that we could get this information out? And of course, we have a YouTube channel and we have a great Facebook following and we put lots of content out there. But the book is another medium, so I'm someone that loves to read. There are people that sometimes will uh, respond to our emails with a video in it and say, is there a transcript? They don't want to watch the video. They want to read it. Interesting. So this is another avenue for us to reach out to people and let them know um, the major mistakes that people make, the ones that are the most important, the ones that would cause the highest penalty and the pain points on the back end, like you've chosen a plan that isn't a good fit for you. Now you're stuck in that plan. When can you get out of it? Um, or you chose something and you thought that this was the right type of Medicare part to coordinate with your group insurance, but you got that wrong. And now when you're going to sign up for Medicare later, you have this big penalty and you didn't even know that you could have signed up for that part before. So that was the aim was to take those most common mistakes that people make and bring them to the light of day and show people how to avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From start to finish, when, when, when somebody engages um, when, when somebody engages with you, how, how, how many hours are we normally talking that it takes for you to, to go through your education process and then match them up with the right coverage? So I would say, you know, 
if you get a person that's done a little education ahead of time, maybe they've attended our Medicare 101 webinar, or we have a little six-day email mini course that they can sign up for, and they've looked at that a little bit, you can get them on the phone, and that call can be 30 to 45 minutes and done. You know, you're ready to put your applications in. Sometimes we get calls from people who literally we are the very first thing they've ever done. They haven't done any reading. Their deadline is coming up. They're getting ready to turn 65. They procrastinated this to the last minute. And someone like that, it's going to take a little longer. So a lot of the things that we've developed over the years are designed to sort of give them different ways to educate themselves up until that point. But if you're sitting down with a brand new person, you know, that might be an hour that you're going to spend with them. And it might be a couple of phone calls and it might require more for some people than others, just depending on what type of coverage they've had in the past. So there are parts of Medicare that work very similar to group health insurance, and we can use those analogies to help people understand things. But there's education also that goes into that, like terms, the deductible and a maximum out-of-pocket limit. What's the difference? What's a co-insurance versus a copay? These are all things that they need to understand. And it takes a while to explain all that. Yeah, well, a thousand percent. Um, so if if you could design a a perfect a perfect client to to walk through the door or to call you on the phone i imagine that that this person would have not only educated themselves but they would have also had a good understanding of what their budget probably pre-retirement if they're not retired and then what their post-retirement budget cash flow is going to be is that an accurate statement it's so important. It, if they walk in and they know that information or they have a financial planner that's helped them understand that the health insurance piece is something to plan for, it's definitely better. But you would be surprised at how many people come into age 65 that don't even have any of that laid out for them. You know, the first mistake I wouldn't in the be book surprised by is, that, Danielle. You wouldn't. <laughs> you, you know, you're probably right. Um, maybe some of your audience would be. But um, they come in to meet with us and, and uh, or they call us. And they they have had no idea that Medicare isn't free. So a lot of them either didn't work with a financial planner or um, they try to do, you know, quasi-management. Maybe they joined a group online or something, but they're not working one-on-one with anyone to advise them. And they forget the health insurance piece. I mean, we see that our paychecks have taxes taken out of them for Medicare. So that leads us to believe that someday Medicare will be provided to us because we've paid for it. Sure. And a part of it will be <laughs> provided to you, but the other parts are going to cost money and they're going to eat up at least 10% of your social security check. And then you're going to have to add supplemental and drug coverage on that as well. And if you don't, you're going to have a pretty penny and some exposure to uh, catastrophic bills. So you will get some pretty colorful language out of people if this is the first right. time they've ever heard that. Um, <laughs> and you do your best to say, okay, well, here's what it's going to be. But I've seen quite a number of people over the years who, once we go over that with them, decide not to retire. Okay, I didn't know this. I'm going to go back and work for a few more years and try to prepare for the fact that I have to pay for this thing that I thought the government was going to pay for. Wow. I've heard... Um the number of, and you can probably just tell me, it's around $250,000 that, that an adult is expected to be paying for medical expenses after retirement. Is that, is that yeah, right? Yeah, it is. I think that they did an update to that uh, recently. And no, it, it's, it's a million. A, 
the average couple, <laughs> it'll get there soon, but the average couple uh, turning age 65 needs $300,000 for their health insurance needs during retirement. And I'm not sure that even includes the long-term care piece. And that of course gets a lot of people because they don't plan for that. They assume Medicare is going to take care of it. Uh, my mom has a friend going through this right now who, um, you know, she needs an assisted living center. It's going to cost $3,700 a month. And they didn't know that Medicare didn't cover this. And so the family is scrambling for how are they going to pay for this? Yeah. So of, of the 10, of, of, of these 10 mistakes, do you have a, a favorite and a least favorite? It's a really strange way to phrase it, but. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I would say actually the least favorite would be assuming Medicare is free. The first one, you know, because anyone can do a little research earlier in life and they should know, you know, they shouldn't, they shouldn't anticipate social security and the government to take care of everything. They need to have their own back. They need to be planning for a future. Um, really important. Um, but the favorite, uh, which is timely for right now that I could share is we are heading into the Medicare annual election period and people have drug plans and Medicare Advantage plans that change from year to year. So let's just say you have a drug plan and your premium is $25 a month and you know you pay X dollars in copays and this particular plan that you're on covers the medications that you need. And in September, you're gonna get a packet from that carrier called an annual notice of change. And when you, re when you receive that packet, you don't wanna set it to the side, let it get buried on all that mail on your kitchen table because if you don't review it, you might miss really important information because next year that premium on your drug plan is going to be different. Your copays are going to be different. The pharmacy network could change and they could have dropped or added medications. So if you never look at that, you could miss that your $400 diabetes medication isn't going to be covered next year. And you won't find that out until you go to the pharmacy in January when it's too late to change. So my favorite for this time of year is get the packet from your carrier, sit down and take 30 minutes to review it. If you like it, great. You can let it automatically renew. You don't have to do anything at all. But if there's a concern, then you want to sign up for a portal or register your, for an account at mymedicare.gov, enter your medications. And a lot of your listeners may be helping their parents with this and maybe even unaware of this tool, but they can register for that account there and you can put the medications in and you can save them from year to year. So next year, when you come back to do this again, all you're doing is updating if there's been any changes in your medications and it's the click of a button to have a list of plans in your area and see which ones are going to be the most cost effective for you. So missing that annual notice of change is probably my favorite one at this time of the year because I know in January our agency will get hundreds of calls from people that never realize that. And so we feel like we shout it from the mountaintops and we're putting it out there on social media and we're emailing it to our policyholders and <laughs> you do everything you can to let them know. But there's always many that absolutely missed that and it's so important. Yeah, yeah. It's like you didn't see the the emails, you didn't see the post on Facebook. Like, and the hundred TV no, commercials that have been going on no, for eight weeks. I, I didn't. What? I don't understand what you mean. Uh -huh. I know. Yeah. Human beings, Danielle, human beings. We are we are funny things. <clears throat> All right. So um you 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 mentioned that you have an educational series of, of mm -hmm. videos. Uh, just walk me through all the different resources because I'm such a huge advocate of when somebody is getting ready to make a decision like this to find a source, which is why I wanted to bring you back on the show um, that, that they know is a professional, um, that they know does great work. So tell us about the resources that you have available. 
Okay. So all the resources we have out there are free. Uh, you can sign up on our website for a Medicare 101 webinar. Uh, we have a webinar for people that Medicare is going to be their primary insurance, and so they need to learn how Medicare works and what their supplemental plans are. We also have a, a video for people that have retiree coverage, TRICARE, VA, FEHB benefits. Uh, we don't work with those people, but we have a video showing them what to do because we get lots of calls about that. You can sign up for all those things on the website. And then we also have the six-day email mini course. So maybe you don't like to sit down for an hour and you know have a talking head explaining everything to you, and you want something that you can have more tangible to take away with you. This course will send you one email today uh, per day for six days with a lesson and then yours truly and a very short video teaching a little bit about that lesson. And some people like that better because they can come back to it in their email box later and watch those videos again. So that's another great resource. And then of course on Facebook, if you come to the Boomer Benefits Facebook page, you can join our Facebook group. It's free for Medicare beneficiaries and we answer questions in there all day long, all night long, all weekend long about Medicare. So you can come in there, post a question, and not only will you get advice from me and my team at no charge, but all the other members in the group are so helpful because they'll be like, oh, I went through that too, and or I lived in that area, and here's what I did. And so it's a really great resource of information. And then, of course, lastly, the book, which is available on Amazon or Barnes & Noble for 10 bucks. And when you buy the book and you get to chapter 12, there is a special book bonus in there where you can get access to some exclusive material online that I've put together just for Medicare newbies. And all of that is just to um, educate everyone and give them that opportunity. Please start early, start looking at 64. If you have parents getting to age 65, ask them questions. Are they researching this? Help them with those decisions. Um, because the mistakes they made and the penalties and things that happen as your parents get older, those are things that you might be having to help manage. Yeah, right. That's, <laughs> if you are listening <laughs> no to fun. this, yeah, that, that's, that's probably, that's such a good point right there because we all yeah. have, well, the majority of us have parents who are going to be going through this and you do not want them to make these mistakes because it will right. blow back on you in some way. Well, Danielle, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So we talked about, um, or I might have referred to your annual homework with the annual notice of change. Your lifetime homework is there's not a class at age 50 where you can go learn all this stuff but we live in an age where that information is readily available online. If you can start when you're first turning 64 or at least six months out from Medicare educating yourself, you will find that you have a lot less pressure on there. You want to go when you finally get to the point where you're working with an insurance agent who's going to help you make your plan selections or you're calling a carrier, you want to have that background base of knowledge already built up in your own list of questions. And we advise that you work with an agency that's large. You don't want to have someone coming out to your home and sitting at your kitchen table. A lot of times that may be newer agents who may not have as many products in their uh, wheelhouse as a larger agency. You want to work with someone that has the back-end support. But the biggest most important piece of all in finding that is starting your own research. We recommend that you do that no later than turning 64. Give yourself that time so that you're not in a pressure situation at the end where you're making a decision just based on a recommendation from an insurance agent. You want to have enough knowledge to go in already knowing a little bit about what you think you're going to need to fit your budget, um, your healthcare usage, 
and um, just how comfortable you are with your insurance coverage. So that time that you give yourself up in the front is really important. Like there's great stuff that definitely gets come on. Come on. Danielle, thank you so much for coming back on. Give us the website one more time. We are at boomerbenefits.com. Boomerbenefits.com. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Danielle your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas or is going to be thinking about these things or has parents who are getting close, go to Boomer Benefits. It's boomerbenefits.com. Mm-hmm. Boomerbenefits.com. Check out the Facebook group. Um, check out the webinar. Check out the, uh, the six-day email mini course as well. Thanks again, Danielle. Thank you. Enjoyed it, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.